KRCL champions building a more socially engaged Utah through locally driven programming that promotes music discovery and civic participation. Tune in to KRCL on 90.9 FM for a curated mix of music, including at least one track by a Utah artist every hour. From alternative rock to reggae, blues to bluegrass, KRCL is here to bring you the greatest bangers all day, every day. Are you listening? This is Slug Soundwaves. My name is Cassie Houston, also known as the Phoenix Child, and my pronouns are they, them. My music is like... I guess what I would like to have it most describe is the viewpoint from somebody who is involved in hip hop and was born and raised in Salt Lake. And I think that's important because a lot of people, if they think about what Utah would represent in the world of hip hop, they probably wouldn't have much to say, but we have a beautiful artistic community here and a lot of inspiration and you know I feel like I've drawn my inspiration out of things that come with the beauty of the city and the creative diversity of the city and that's what I feel like I try the most to showcase and of course what it's like to be a unmedicated bipolar queer person from Salt Lake so pretty much my story. I started to write songs when I was really young um, and they were mostly just my own little secret add-ons to all of my friends' music because a lot of my friends and my older uh, siblings were involved in music when I was a kid. So I wanted to do it, but I never did. So I would just like write music to their music secretly and never show them. But my poetry was really serious um, in high school. I started breaking out with my poetry pretty young. I was involved in a lot of like online blogging with my poetry. I got a lot of compliments on my poetry back then. And so I felt really confident about my writing, but I never really just felt like there was a place for me in hip hop. And I didn't know why I felt like that. I just kind of was like, I don't feel like I can do this. I don't feel like I can be a part of this, but I never had an explanation for it. Mostly, I feel like that was just derived from being femme presenting and feeling like there wasn't a place for a female or femme rapper in Salt Lake. I'm still new to like being out and open in my truth. So it's been a lot of a learning process. It's been a lot of like setting boundaries for myself, uh, especially being non-binary. So people know where I'm comfortable, educating myself, being involved in the community, interacting with people outside of music, you know, because everybody in the scene, especially like the performing arts queer scene has really showed me love like the whole time I've been around. So I've been thankful for that. But this year and last year were really important for me to just like get to know people and get to know myself, you know, because I wasn't in the best way when I came out 
publicly. It started with like my family, you know, I learned about non-binary like identity through a news article in like 2013 and I just never even like thought about it as anything I was just like oh yeah that makes sense for me like that's so much easier than going by female you know but I didn't understand like the controversy or I didn't really care about that and I still don't I really think that gender identity is a systematic placement put on us by our society to make us conform to things and I feel like it's important to recognize that gender is really based off of like a persona personality the way you dress the way you act the music you listen to and it's really really stupid like sorry to say that sorry if that's not like podcast appropriate but it is really dumb that we all have to live to these normatives you know and it makes it hard for us just to exist as human beings so I just would rather not have to worry about that in my life. And I respect the people that respect me and I respect the people that are learning. And I respect the people that don't give a crap about what I have going on because all of that's valid. As long as you call me they them, you can think what you want when you're not around me. to describe my queerness it's kind of just like happening right now and I'm kind of just existing in it and I'm just like just don't call me a girl please that's all I ask (laughs) it's been an interesting year just of like self-discovery and I feel great and I feel like it's important um to show face as a queer femme presenting person in Salt Lake especially Um, with the scene just being so masculine like nothing against all of the people that I rap with and that are my like family in this music stuff and in this queer stuff because I have love for everybody but it is definitely I feel like harder to represent as a feminine artist in the city because there's not many of us you know it's kind of hard to like show face so I just feel like it's very important for me to always remember why I do this always make sure I'm like presenting my artistic message and it's ever evolving I can't even describe what it is really because it just it's poetry if anything you know like that's the best way I can describe it because when it comes to really any music form and being a female or femme presenting and like trying to make a name for yourself it's harder because it just is and especially if you want to represent yourself and you want to stand for yourself in any industry everybody's gonna always try and be like telling you what to do but it's really important to just at the end of the day no matter what why did you become an artist why did you get involved with slug magazine why are we all doing all the things we do it's because we want to do it I feel like 
if I get too caught up in caring about this whole thing, you know, because Salt Lake is a really buzzing industry right now. And I do, I do care about the other artists here. I care about what their message is. I care about the shows I perform at and what they look like and what they represent as a message for me as an artist. What I don't care about is becoming the most popular female rapper in Salt Lake. What I don't care about is becoming the best rapper in Salt Lake. I don't care about all of that. I much more care about and resonate with the fact that people can feel my message. That matters to me more than anything. I don't even know if I'm going to always do rap and hip hop. I definitely want to try and expand my horizons a little. As long as the message is there, that's all that matters to me. And whatever amazing things come with it cool like these interviews and the things that I get to be a part of are great because like I really think it's dope that people just understand what I'm trying to portray I you know I would have never guessed that one day I would be sitting with somebody at Slug Magazine like talking about my music never would have thought you know but it's really cool to just know that I'm not the only one that thinks like I do because that's what it boils down to for me when people are like I felt that I understood that I'm like, really? I thought I was crazy this whole time. I feel like people get caught up really hard in the idea, especially like here with the music stuff. Like people will be like, okay, well, you have to do a show and you have to do a song. Now you have to do a project and an EP and you have to get on TikTok and you have to do music videos and you have to have a photo shoot and all this stuff. Like I used to think and operate in that manner where it was like, I have to do this. I have to do that. And then my album came and I was like, I really just want this to be like the number one representation of me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't commit to the project because there's so much meaning that has gone into the thinking and planning of that project. It has to be perfect. And however long that takes for me, it's not, oh, I'm going to do it this year sometime by my birthday. No, it's when it feels right. So for example, my album was supposed to come out on August 28th of last year. And I just kind of said, I wanted to make sure that it's going to sound like and feel like what Phoenix Child is supposed to feel like and sound like 100%. And how am I supposed to nail that down for the city, the world or whatever, if I don't know what that sound is 100% yet. And when I got into the creative process and the learning process, I was like, dang, there's so much I want to do. And there's so many better ways to make this so amazing. And I really need to just pace myself and let it come when it comes. I am so grateful that I did that because some of the stuff I have planned for this year for this project, hopefully coming out this year is really cool and really different than a lot of the just sounds that I've made over the past five to seven years, you know, so really excited about the progress I've made. If I was going to do a show that is going to showcase queer and POC artists, I'm down for that. I'm totally down for that. But don't expect me to be anything you expect me to be. I'm not going to be anything that you want me to be. I'm only going to be Phoenix Child. Me being queer has nothing to do with me being an artist, but it has everything to do with that as well because it defines me as a person. But I do not use that as anything when it comes to my music because 
you know, I could talk about a lot of stuff in my music, but I do not let my queer identity really define me. I'm kind of just like, here I am. This is who I am. I am a non-binary femme presenting bipolar poet and rapper and dancer from Salt Lake. And here's my story. Like, that's literally how I introduce myself on stage. I'm like, I'm born and raised in Salt Lake. I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter, and a dancer, local born and raised from Utah, unmedicated. Let's talk about it. Like, here you go. I don't ever want to be a token. I don't ever want my community to think that I'm doing it for face because it's just a part of who I am. If people ask me to talk about it, cool. You know, if people have an issue with that later on down the line, whatever. I have a good sense of boundaries for myself. I have a good sense of right and wrong. I feel like still learning. You know, not every step is perfect. I don't want anyone to hear this and be like, you got issues, you know, because I know I do. But I just feel like I am a queer POC artist. And so when it's like, like if they ever were to ask me to give a speech, I'd be like, play the track, you know, like I don't really have much to say when it comes to that. It's more just like who I am. You know, I'm, I'm happy that the community has embraced me so hard and I'm thankful for everybody that shows me love, but you know, I'm just existing. I I don't really know, um, how to represent for my community. I'd like to learn more. I'd like to be educated. You know, like this is a call for people to like hit me up too and be like, yo, I wanted to tell you these and those things. Like I love learning new stuff. And, you know, maybe in the future I might do some drag. You never know. Maybe someday you might see me doing some different kind of art. my biggest frustration with my experience as a musician my biggest frustration is being visually objectified I could come in a variety of things most of the time I'm dressed down but when it comes to a show sometimes I like to dress up sometimes I wear a crop top it just depends on how I feel but when people want to even if it's a compliment I'm just like why are you worried about how I look the most thing you should say is I look good that's it that's all I need from you But I remember one time having somebody telling me that I shouldn't wear what I was wearing on stage because I was big. So I'm like a bigger person, you know, in weight increments and I look good. So I really don't care. Like I'll wear what I want because I'm hot. So I showed up at a show in a crop top that I kind of felt iffy about, but I was like, it's fine. Like, I'm just me. I'm going to rock it. So I was totally in my vibe. And then I had somebody come up to me after the show and be like, you shouldn't have worn that. And I was like, you shouldn't have said that. Constantly being misgendered when I talk about it and like everybody in my community knows damn well that I am they them 
and to still constantly be called she is really hard but I just let people do what they do and if they have questions they can ask and I'm just like doing me. I think that that and another thing that irritates me is when people in the music scene want to judge somebody based off of how much music they have released and on what platform. We're artists. We're not rich. Not all of us have the money to do that. Me personally, like, yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff on Spotify, but I go through a lot of stuff in my personal life and just to be able to provide a roof over my own head is an accomplishment. If it takes me a few years to release my music, get off my back. Like, come to one of my shows. You can hear all the music I do because I always experiment with my new stuff on stage. But don't, like, I really can't stand that when people, like, judge each other based off financial stature. Like, do you know how hard and expensive it is out here to be a musician? Like, or to do any form of art? Come on now. Like, we don't need to judge each other based off of how much content we have. That's silly. If you can tell somebody's head and heart is in it, maybe offer them your hand and show some support or point them in the right direction instead of judging them. I have a really big issue with that, with the judgment that goes on in our city of like, oh, well, your vocals didn't sound right. Oh, well, look at him. He has flip flops on stage or whatever. Just like really stupid stuff that we should not do. So, you know, that's me. But maybe it's because I'm broke. Maybe it's because I want people to just generally be less judgmental, you know, because I feel like that's really important. Like we how are we going to understand each other's art if we judge it you cannot judge it you can only critique it so take the judgment out help the artist improve but never look at the artist and say that is weird or inappropriate or invalid because I don't understand it not all art is made for everybody so I feel like we need to open our hearts and our hands and our resources first of all I feel like it's really important to support each other like supporting each other as an artist is a big deal like I really had to crawl from the bottom with no support asking a lot of questions having a lot of people tell me I was dumb to my face telling me straight up that I couldn't do things you know like you could never do this this could never happen you're messy you're unprofessional, you and your brothers are just, you're crazy and you say all this stuff online and like, you know, but do you like my music? Am I a good performer? Does it contribute to my story? Then leave me alone. Stop judging people. I feel like judgment is so bad. And when it comes to hip hop, especially my family, the one thing that I think we need to stop doing is confronting each other. And the one thing that I do think we need to start doing is realizing that everybody puts their time, efforts, and energy into this thing. And it would be really nice to see some of the hip hop promoters and producers for shows in Salt Lake start caring about the time and energy that artists put into that and even giving people the option to Venmo tip, showing financial support to the artists in the hip-hop scene would be great and it's a thing that a lot of people talk about and I'm sure some of the hip-hop heads are gonna be like but you don't understand but I do because I know what it's like to throw a show and I know how much it costs to have to pay everybody and to commit to that and to work my butt off to try and have that ready 
by then on top of venue prices, DJ prices, sound prices, all that. Yeah, it's not easy. But do you think it was easy for that person to put their time and energy for years into uh, bringing something vulnerable out of their mental state that they're now sharing with you like a naked baby on stage? Like, no, that's not cheap and that's not easy either. And usually we all have like jobs and we all work and we all got to get up the next day at 6 a.m. when we have a show on a Wednesday night, you know, like no, no shade and no, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I would like to see the promoters in Salt Lake care more about the passions and energy of the artists in the city. But I will name one name and I will say that JRC events has shown me so much love and has made me feel represented and appreciated as an artist. And without Jordan, I would not have grown to the person I am today, for sure, especially as a performer. Without that exposure to like the queer community and the performance art and you know, just having everyone be like, you can do this. You can, you are valid here. You know, like that was a really big deal to me. So not kissing butt, but that's my homie. Love him. Like gotta say that I definitely feel like more people should emulate that. I feel like the Salt Lake City art, performance art scene right now is really thriving and that there is a lot of different amazing art happening. There's stuff that you would never even think of going on. Like, I wish I could just sit here and describe everything, but honestly, I might get tongue tied. But I'm just really, really grateful to see being born and raised in Salt Lake. And growing up here and being like, they'll never do this. They'll never do that. They'll never have these things that are cool. All this stuff is only in the movies. And then now being an adult and seeing it all happen in my city. Like, and being able to get on a stage and feel cool. And feel like the energy circulating of like everybody knowing that the art scene is like climbing, you know, into like the mainstream And it's a really big deal for everybody. And I think it's amazing to like watch us all thrive and grow and become more creative as the years go by. I think it's great. (laughs) I wouldn't ask for anything else. The song I'm going to show you guys is called Face. This was the single from summer of 2021. This song really, I feel like, represents me as the phoenix child it helps people understand like my mentality as a musician and as a person and it's my story of self-love as well as the story of self-love of many other beautiful people in the salt lake so here you go by a flute maker here at liberty park during the drum circle i was setting up a vendor and he came up and basically gifted me this flute and the wood has, comes from Africa. It's called a purple heart. 
and he said one in 10,000 trees has this color. And yeah, so I've been slowly playing and teaching myself this. What self-love is, DJ? It's a. Uh, it's not. It's it's knowing your. Uh, it's knowing your strengths and your flaws, and then uh, learning learning to accept those, but making sure making sure you don't let yourself get lost with them. You got one thing in your life is you smile and your pure intent on love, peace, and serenity, and you want to grab holes, dig deep in your heart, and grab the dearest thing you want, just show that real smile, and it's real, do you get it? Real love. You spread it, it's not fake. You got the real. You can do this every day if you look at a real, I mean it. This is literally the path that I have chosen. I don't want to be that person again. I really want to get happy and in love with myself. I won't spend any more energy pouring into something that won't grow. I don't want to be that person that everyone notices a change in because of something materialistic. I want to be happy by myself and sometimes with nothing but myself. I want to discover Cassandra and love them and make them feel wanted and loved. Help them grow in their prime and accomplish all the things. <laughs> I want to appreciate them and find out what they really need to feel complete. I want to help them find the phoenix and finally give them everything they need <laughs> to keep going. What does self-love mean to you, Mimi? Okay. It means accepting my flaws and my beauty in totality and not being afraid or ashamed of any of them. Everything that they've always wanted, physically, intimately, spiritually, mentally, sexually, <laughs> from the world, is what I'm going to give to myself. This is my, current, my definition current definition of self-love. Ever just feel like shit, shit, shit. Yo, can't fuck with me, can't touch me, man. Barely say my name. Stay guarded when you come in. I've been circled by blue flame, bitch. Legendary baby, see the wild never tamed. And not did they claim Sarah got us in the face. Trying to break me down to psychosis They can't break me down Cause I'm broken and fucked on the smoking that potent Yeah, yeah, yeah Poet blooming big lotus Don't ask for the crown You can't hold it See the vibe The shit is not golden Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not asking for another round Vibrational, it's more than sound Nothing left for me to break it down And if 
I take another step? Do I ask what is next? Do I accept I can't expect and carry no regrets? In retrospect, it all connects, ascend and burn again. I'm poised and bust to look within, I'm calling through my skin. Forced late nights, I can't really get to sleep. Baby, pressure on the paper, feel it daily, that shit drive me crazy. Pac said, my angels tell my stories for me. I feel your presence on me, tears on my keyboard every morning. Can't fuck with me, can't touch me, man, you barely say my name. Stay guarded when you come in, I'm encircled by blue flame. Bitch, legendary babies in the wild, never tame. And now they need a claim, they're a goddess in the face. Self-love, being seen, loving yourself unconditionally and without boundaries. When you come in, I'm in circle by blue flame. Legendary babies see the wild, never tame. And now they need a claim, they're a goddess in the face, bitch. I would like to say that it's a beautiful day. I'm ever grateful to take this breath with all of you. I would have to say self-love would have to be by leading uh, by example, because how we leave this world uh, reflects our Father in Heaven. So I love you. Right now, I am on streaming platforms. Uh, you can catch me on Spotify alongside my friend Icky Rogers on the Midnight Maverick album. I did a few features on that that I'm really proud of, and it's a really amazing project. So go check that out on Spotify. If you look up Iggy Rogers or Phoenix Child with a three, you should be able to find links to all of that. And on YouTube, of course, if you want to see my music videos that I make myself. (laughs) What people should expect from me is an announcement for a really amazing single release date. I've already talked a little bit about it. It's going to be called Questions. You can learn more about that on my Instagram because I don't really want to get all into it. But I did write a nice little paragraph description of that, that song, and possibly my album will be coming out. So, yay. I am really excited to play Death by Salt. And the song that I featured on that project was a feature track with my little brother, Soul, who is going to be making his debut in the city real soon. He has an album coming out. And my older brother, Martian Textiles, of course, we always have to do something together. So when we found out about this opportunity, we really just like wanted to sit down and do something cool. And like, I don't know, I was on my like wave of like, I really want to show people that like I can rap. Like I really want to do something for like the hip hop heads. So I feel like it's going to be a good like moment of hip hop in the whole show. I'm really excited to be able to just showcase some of like the not as well-known local hip-hop in the city you know and like kind of be like boom here we are and it's tasteful and it's classy and it's still hip-hop and ah we're gonna swear and we're gonna smoke and we're gonna do everything you know so if you're at death by salt just expect a lot of emotions I guess good ones bad ones happy ones sad ones And you have to dance with me because I will be so annoying about it.
If you enjoyed this amazing episode of Soundwaves, please take 60 seconds to rate and review us on iTunes. Bye. Slug Magazine's 33rd anniversary party and Death by Salt Volume 6 release party are just around the corner. Come to Urban Lounge on Friday, February 11th to see performances from Death by Salt Volume 6 musicians, including The Phoenix Child, Jacob T. Skeen, Bobo, and Choice Coin, and celebrate 33 years of Slug Mag. Calling all artists, makers, vintage vendors, performers, and more. Applications for the 14th annual Craft Lake City DIY Festival, presented by Harmons, are now open. Head to craftlakecity.com forward slash DIY hyphen festival hyphen 2022 to complete your application now.